0: Hey,
1: mate. Uh, What are you doing?
0: Uh, Just having a beer, mate.
1: Mate, it is 10.30 and we're recording an episode. We're about to record an episode. I don't see the problem. You don't see a problem with opening a beer? What even are you drinking? It's Colonial Pale Ale.
0: They're the, the new sponsor of the show, mate. So are they? Yeah. Do you don't think I can drink beer? Being an athlete. Nah, well, yeah, you're allowed. You are that Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll allow one
1: for you. A one. Okay. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, oh. I'm gonna have one now. Have a look at that. We are about to record too, you know that. So just it be, relaxes
0: you, do you, reckon? It'll be a better
2: podcast, I reckon. Yeah, better, yeah, better one. Yeah.
1: Better with the pale ale. Thanks to Colonial Brewing Co. for sponsoring the pod today. Thank you, Colonial.
2: For those of you who may not know. <laughs>
1: It's pros and cons time! <laughs> Mr. Smith? Hey, who's that? David zakopaka Rockets. Wrong. How yeah, the bloody hell do you say that? Zakopaka-Rakas! <laughs> pros and cons.
0: What is going on, everybody? Daniel, how are you? New year. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty, here we are. Well, mate, we've taken the longest break, haven't we? <laughs> we have, but the pros and the cons are back. Pros and the cons is back, mate. How you been?
1: Uh very well, mate. Very, very well. Uh just preparing for the uh the season. Couple it's of weeks away. Yes, a couple of weeks away. We are now, which is which is awesome. But uh more importantly, how's you? How how's dad life?
0: Dad life's good, mate. I've had a bit of the man flu, bit of
1: coronavirus. Yeah, you don't maybe. Sound too great.
0: Yeah, bit of coronavirus. I've yeah, gone.
1: so the three other people in this room are probably gonna get it from you. It's right. Thanks.
0: Chill out together? for
1: a while we'll quarantine ourselves in this room well
0: it's the great. coronavirus is going pretty hard as well isn't it
1: yes you got your toilet paper uh, uh yes i stock up at costco so i got it well <laughs> and truly beforehand before I even started sure. a
0: pre-coronavirus it. coronavirus tell you what there's some morons out there getting some uh toilet paper stack up what are you gonna do with all that toilet paper yeah i, know.
1: I haven't even been in the supermarket this week and this is the week that everyone's going there so i'm I'm interested to see. I think I'm going to go there after I'm, I was over. and yeah, yeah. I, yeah, after I after I do something after this. And then um, to actually see what the supermarket's like. I actually just want to go in there and see if it's empty. Yeah, the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, thing, apparently. it'll be interesting to go yeah. see
0: that. Well, I've already got the coronavirus, everybody. So that's good. No, yeah. uh, no, just a bit of the man flu, mate. But um, I've been good otherwise. Dad life is great. Had a good break. Yes. Apologies to the listeners. We've had a long break. We were supposed to finish up a bit later in the year, but you um, copped a bit more injury and surgeries and stuff, which we then just decided to take the rest of the year and come back fresh yes unfortunately
1: Egg. it was a bit hard to uh do it because i'd end up having from not just one surgery not two but three surgeries in the end so um it was kind of a bit hard to coordinate that through the recovery and um not knowing what i was doing the next week was having another surgery or staying at home for two weeks doing nothing uh that kind of thing so um apologies to people uh and to you mate that we That's couldn't right. we couldn't get one and then um yeah the start of this year's kind of been a whirlwind too with just um we had training camps and then australia weekend and and then just trying to get ready for the season so we're uh but we're back
0: now so it's gonna be a big year got a big guest today yes abby holmes is here yes Um, survivor fresh off fresh off survivor yeah just got voted out a couple of weeks ago for those who watch survivor but she's also aflw gun won a flag for the crows in their first in the inaugural season of the aflw won a few more Um, than just one flag yeah one flag for the aflw what about all the others that she's won yes exactly so pumped to have her in on our first first uh first Epp back of the uh, of twenty twenty, which is great. Um, Going to be pumped to talk about her. Yep, talk to her. Um, Definitely. What else is happening? Sport, footy. <laughs> Not a lot yeah, nothing else.
1: <laughs> no, I've got nothing for you, Matt. I um, I'm excited. The NBA season's just winding down to the towards the playoffs, mate. Yeah. Wash King is uh, having a great year. Yeah, the Wash King. <laughs> the Wash King. Yes, he's uh, tearing it up. We've, had, we've had
0: loads of pros and cons this off-season, which we might do on another app when we're not as busy with uh, yes. guests. Yes, yes. Tyson Fury versus Walter. Did you watch that one? Yeah, that I week? did watch that, yep. it. Love, love that Fury.
1: Love Fury. Really. Love him. Yeah, yeah, Gypsy King. Gypsy King.
0: He is a gun. We might play some grabs from him. On a Number three them. happening in July, potentially. Yeah, and you know they're talking about doing that at the new uh, Vegas, Vegas Stadium, Outdoor Stadium that That'd they're building for, the, for the Raiders. That would be unbelievable. Be insane. And then uh, Joshua awaits likely Fury if he does the same thing as yes. he did last time. That would be great. Actually, I've got a question for you, which yep. we'll throw at now. Deontay Wilder blamed the 40-kilogram suit that he wore out, which was like a big thing of gold, uh, sort of black gold armor, diamonds and stuff that he wore out, and he said that it uh, wore him out on the... 25 meter walk from the uh change rooms to the ring how do you feel about the old uh pre pre pre-fight armor
1: i saw this on instagram and i saw his quote uh, a couple days after the fight and if he's done that he's a peanut like it's his own (laughs) fault like if you're i mean it it looked great did it and i thought it looked i don't like it i didn't look i sorry there's a there's a photo where in the light there's obviously the the stadium lights. sort of went black and then it sort of lit up and yeah. that that one photo sort of looked good, but then yeah. during the his actual walkout, it didn't look that great because it wasn't lit up that kind of thing, and yeah. the lights were obviously shining on him. So, um, but um, yeah, I'm massively against it in terms of mate. If it if you feel like it affected your performance, then why'd you do it? You why'd you do it? But then the other thing is, mate, if you're just making excuses, like Fury just beat you, so yeah, um, convincingly,
0: like beat the shit out of yeah, you.
1: exactly. So it's kind of yeah, a bit of.
0: I don't know. I, don't, I just don't think you should have done it. Yeah. Just
1: sitting in a chair like uh, Fury did. You're a king. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> sit on your throne.
0: Well, I, I saw a um, a piece of footage of uh, Mike Tyson walking in probably like early 90s yep. with nothing, no music, no shoes on, no, not even like a hood on, nothing, No, no mu- nothing. Just walk. Just come out. to battle. And that is more intimidating to me than some massive, crazy oh, piece yeah. of jewellery on, on your head. Well, the other thing
1: that could have um, tied him out was, I don't know if you saw again on Instagram before the fight. So, fury's in there mucking around having jokes laughing with people and um um, and wilder was in the back pacing and the instagram caption was he's been pacing for an hour yeah and it's like if you're pacing up and down for an hour (laughs) of course you're going to be tired like what do you think you're doing whereas fury's in there just relaxing
0: having fun having jokes and and ends up going out and winning yeah dominant well mate let's get straight into abby holmes because i'm really pumped to be back and pumped to chat to her awesome let's do it Abby, thanks for coming in.
2: No worries, guys. Thanks for having me.
0: Fresh off Survivor. <laughs> not really though, right?
2: No, yes. 2019 was probably the busiest year of my life, to be honest. So obviously season four took place and we went away and filmed for that end of April to end of June and it aired in July. Had about five weeks off when I got back from season four and then went again for All Stars. So we filmed that mid-August and then they went through to October. So it's a very busy year.
0: That's not, there you go. I was going to say that's not now. Like yeah, it's now. yeah. so
2: we've essentially had to keep that hush-hush for six months. So, yeah, that was a bit tricky. Um, but, yes, at least it's all rolling out now and we can see how it all unfolded.
1: Is it weird watching that? Back and going through all the emotions again, what you went through.
2: It like, is, especially having that six months in between because you've had so much time to reflect and, um, you know, you understand what happened from your game and your perspective. But when you see it all unfold from 24 people's different perspectives, it's, um, yeah, it's really quite interesting to watch and, and frustrating at the same time. Has
1: sure. anyone said anything to oh, – or, sorry, has anyone said anything about you on the show that you look back and go, ah, oh, I wish I would uh, said, I wish I had my was, I don't know, played it a little bit differently um, so I could maybe have a go at them or that kind of thing or, because I mean, obviously during the show, everyone talks to camera and they talk mm. about the other contestants and that. Is, is there anything you've heard that you thought, shit, I didn't know you'd think that about me?
2: I think in All Stars, I was painted so differently to how I am normally. So season four, I was really happy with my edit because I went in there, I was 100% myself. I didn't change. I'm not a massive game player in yep. terms of lying and cheating and that kind of thing. But all stars, you go back and they kind of painted me out to be, you know, slamming Shawnee for not being strong enough in challenges and that kind of thing and that it was all my idea and I was the dictator of our alliance, but that wasn't the case (laughs) whatsoever. Um, you know, we had a really good alliance. Everybody, you know, we worked as a cohesive group and everybody had their say. However, they really did paint it like it was myself versus Shani and yep. she came back for revenge and got me out, that kind of thing.
0: I look at the production of that and it's, <laughs> it, like, gives me anxiety because <laughs> you're in the – it's Fiji, right? Yeah. And then you're in the on this island somewhere. It's probably stinking hot by the mm. looks of it. And then are you always see the camera – really close up with like two people who are strategizing. I'm like, that looks pretty obvious. They're out in the water with like a camera right next to them and they're like whispering around. Is it that obvious or is it just you're filming all day, all night that you just don't really know what's going on?
2: It is obvious, you know, post obviously immunity challenges. If you lose, that's when all of the the massive strategy goes, you know, happens when you've got to vote somebody out but outside of that there is camera guys there's audio crew there's producers um left right and center so yeah they're always around so every little bit of conversation is captured um but yeah I I would honestly hate to be an editor on that show and I do have so much respect for them because you've got hours and hours days and days of vision that you have to try and cut up into a 90 minute episode so it would be pretty hard
1: so I'm a massive fan of the show. And okay. one, one so question. Actually, we've I, never I, talked about this. Yeah, no, as well. I am. I watch it <laughs> quite religiously. So one question I've always wanted to know the answer to is, so in that after the challenges, mm. before Tribal Council, and you do see these questions, uh, people having little conversations. But is that set up when they walk away? That Do they go, you two need to go walk away and have a chat? Because like, uh, you always wonder, mm-hmm. like, how do you have a private conversation when, when, like, so say if it was us three, I would yeah. know that you two are walking off and t- trying yeah. to, like, like maybe scam against going? me and, yeah. yeah, where are you going? <laughs> I'll come over. Like, but you always find that people end up being alone away from the tribe.
2: It's like, brutal. And that's the mind games of it all. So it really does mess with you when you're out there. Um, but Survivor is so raw. It's so organic. They don't set up anything from a production okay. you know side of things they don't say oh Abby and Dave go over and have a chat and um, whatnot and none okay. of that happens it is so organic it's so real and they really do let it unfold you know as, as to what's happening from the yeah. players so there's
0: like there's a cameraman and a, a producer sitting there going oh shit Abby's just walked over there with mm. someone let's go follow them yeah. 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 Kind of what's happening. they follow you hundred percent
2: yeah, wow. they follow you yeah honestly you can it's very rare to be able to have a, a conversation that's not caught on camera. Um, but you know, we, we're forever talking about food all the time, food and family all the time. And none of that obviously makes it. So we would just spend hours and hours and hours speaking of that stuff. I was going to
0: ask you about food because mm-hmm. it looks like you, you fend for yourself relative, like relatively the whole time you're, yeah. you're fending for yourself. Is that right?
2: So true. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously we get provided with rice and beans from yeah. production. However, that's ration. So it's not like you have an endless supply of rice and beans. Uh, and then outside of that, it really is what you can forage in the the jungle, really. So whether it's coconuts, papayas, we went fishing a few times, but you find a fish that's, what, five centimetres long <laughs> and you have to try and yeah. share that between 12 people. Um, so, yeah, it really is brutal. So I ended up losing eight kilos the first time wow. after 46 Shit. days. Nope. And then I still lost five kilos after just the 16 days in All-Stars.
0: Wow. Does, do people really struggle with that more than others?
2: The big boys do because obviously yeah. they're they're used to eating a hell of a lot. Like you look at Zach who's an absolute, you know, monster. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of the boys end up losing about 12, 13 kilos. Um, yeah, so it is pretty crazy.
0: I find it funny watching back, like especially the All-Stars because you've got like your Matt Rogers, like <laughs> ex-NRL, great. Yeah. And like some of these athletes and then there's some guys when there was all-star um, contenders from the season yeah. before that you are on and there's some guys who aren't quite – or not the athletes, that, but then they really, really want to, f- you know, show up that they are athletes <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Do you get that <laughs> where they really go hard on the challenges a bit more than some of the athletes just to try to prove that they're, they're the guys?
2: Yeah, they absolutely do. And it's so funny, like Daisy in particular who, you know, her and I had a number of great battles in yep. season four. I remember – you know, in the first episode that she beat me in how much she celebrating i was like mate calm down like i'm like well, right oh, hero you gotta win calm down um so they really do try and take it to the champions
0: was that the one where they were had you on in the water and you had to push each other off that was a different one
2: ah uh, yeah so that was in all stars that, that was, was epic that, that was legitimately was day three so the challenges in all stars went up tenfold um yeah. So we had a number of injuries in All-Stars. We had three ACLs, a PCL, yeah. oh. a shoulder ECO, um, two fractured vertebrae. I've got, um, yeah, like my knees are scarred from friction burn from that challenge. <laughs> oh. um, and there was people who ended up in hospital with infections. So it really was brutal series All-Stars. So, yeah, I'm pumped to see who comes out with the win because they certainly will be the All-Star.
1: When, have you been watching it? Absolutely. Who do you think is going to win? That. Uh, Curiosity?
2: I, you know, well, I, I've got a pretty good idea of who I think will win. Yep. However, um, yeah, you, you just never know. But obviously my season four crew, I'd love to see Dave take it out. He's my boy. Um, him and I, he's like my brother now. Um, we're Bonnie and Clyde, as people say. <laughs> um, and he has been probably the best survivor player that we've ever seen in all time, globally. So I would yep. love to see him take it out. So okay.
1: for the finale... Do you guys all then get together? So is the fin- when is the finale set as a date, and then you're going to go there?
2: Yeah, so we've got to film the finale in a couple of weeks. However, yeah. I had a bit of a clash, so it's round one, game one at the MCG, Richmond, Carlton. Uh,
0: uh. Okay.
2: So, unfortunately, I'm not going to be at the Survivor finale. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: Because,
2: <laughs> of course, I was going to pick footy. Priorities, I'm a, I'm a yes. bit of a footy head. Yep. Um, but, yeah, look, oh, we've got a season four catch-up the night before on the Wednesday in Sydney. So, I'll yep. be there for that and then and then fly out and head to the G on the Thursday.
1: Lovely. Footy priorities, man. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: What a you terrible time. see your time. mom get smashed.
0: Oh, yeah, right. But it is. Yeah. It's so funny how many <laughs> of the you,
2: man. the um, footballers and massive fans – we were just talking about this before. Yeah. I was at Richmond last year playing um, – and obviously Jack Rewell, Alex Rance, massive fans, but Dimmer. Oh, really? Great. So I, I worked Richmond Carlton at the G, pointy end of last year's season. So quite an important game. They didn't want to drop that one, obviously. Um, I'm walking down the race. Dimmer's walking up and he stopped me and he's like, Abs, tell me everything. Like, <laughs> does this happen? Does that happen? What's Dave like? What's Luke like? And I'm like, mate, you've got a game to That's coach. Brilliant you this is pre-game <laughs> i said you go coach this game and then we'll have a chat at the club later so that's so
1: good that's when you know you trust your players you, yeah. can, just, you can focus on survivor and they focus on the game
0: i think it's the only show where especially in reality tv where that that's the villains i guess mm. in, in uh, air quotes that they put together you actually really like to watch mm. and for me i think the guys who like are really dodgy and play like those backstabbing games are my mm. favorite like Harry, harry and Spoiler alert, but Harry just went out. If you haven't watched oh, it by yeah. Now, yeah. catch up, come on. But he just went out. I really liked him. He mm. was always going back. And I like Dave a lot too. But yeah. in anything else, whether the villains, I don't think you, you like them as much. It's kind of crazy how that works. Yeah, That's absolutely. Sort of hero thing.
2: And Survivor's a game of deception, isn't it? it? It's lying. It's cheating. It's doing whatever it takes to make sure that you're, you know, you've A, got the opportunity to pitch the jury in the final two, but B, you know, you're ultimately the winner of a Survivor season. So... You've got to do those moves um, to really gain the respect, as funny as that sounds, yeah, yeah. Um, from the jury to yeah, be the winner.
0: So we, you get voted out, mm-hmm. which was on for our time a couple of weeks ago, right? Yes. Um, yeah. And what do you do? Do you hang around in Fiji? Like, might just chill out here for a while.
2: Uh, so what happens is you basically get voted out. I got First season you oh. went and
0: hung out at a cool resort. Oh didn't yeah. You? yeah. I was in
2: the I was in the jury for season four, which is amazing. That's terrific. So you go back, you've got your beautiful little villa um, <laughs> on the water. You've got a pool, a lake and the ocean. Right, right. you no know, way, Yeah, you just any food that you want, they'll cook it for you. That's amazing. And we had such a good jury last year. Like Shawnee Hampson, obviously mm. Luke he came out, Dave, Daisy, John. We had the best crew. So it was um it was a really good time. I was lucky that I was only there for four days, because so, – yeah
0: <laughs> when
2: you're eating and, and for the others drinking that much yep. it's time to get out of fiji um but then obviously after day 16 getting blindsided that was a, a plain and simple blindside from my perspective um i was out two days after
0: yeah wow so just mm. at home
2: yeah so at the next home. day you have to yeah finish off any any loose ends if you've got some interviews to do and whatnot um and then yeah you're on the plane back to australia that's
1: amazing five kilos in two and a half weeks yeah that's yeah, unbelievable that's it's pretty long. brutal does it hit the system when you come back and have your, does your first meal have to be small and then increase from there or it's you, really just, you <laughs> just load <laughs> up and went i'll feel sick if i feel sick yeah
2: i think after <laughs> that situation you go hard yeah. um i basically binge ate everything inside um what's
1: your number one what just went i just need this straight away oh a
2: schnitzel yeah a schnitzel um so when you go into the game as well you put in a wish list of when you come out this is what i want to eat you guys are going to get me this as (laughs) soon as i get out um so on mine i remember i had like burgers a schnitzel and my mum does the most amazing like pork chops so they made me i had pork chops and everything as well so yeah, but it is, it is a real shock to the system. Um, yeah. And what you don't see off air is obviously when we do win rewards and we go nuts, whether it's ice cream or burgers, fish and chips, we are so sick. I thought about <laughs> that the other
0: day because they had a cake one the other night. Did yeah. you see that? And they're all smashing cake and I just couldn't, couldn't help but yeah, think you like, how much that would hurt. We
2: are so sick yeah. afterwards for about 24 hours. So it's... You know, you never see people go so crazy for that kind of reward. Mm, yeah. um, and yes, you want it, but sometimes it's just not worth the pain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's
0: good. Brilliant. Well, but maybe let's go back to, uh, to, I guess, the beginning of your... Life, <laughs> yep. maybe not that far, but <laughs> let's go back to, I guess, talk about a bit have your growing up. You you played netball growing mm. up pretty competitively. I think you repped Australia.
2: Yeah, yeah. So netball was my life for many, many years. Um, so I was lucky enough to play for Australia and, and South Australia at a junior level in the Northern Territory when I ended up moving to Darwin. Um, but yeah, that was what I lived for when I was a teenager growing up. Um, yeah, Did so you have
1: any interest in footy growing up?
2: So I actually played footy... I gave everything a hand in school. Oh, yep. sorry, a go um, in school, as you do. So I, yeah, played everything. Yep. Um, so footy, I played in nine-a-side competitions and knockout, as you do. But there was never that elite level to aspire to get to. Yep. Um, so that's why netball was my jam. Yep. So, yeah.
0: And then you, Darwin, happened. Mm. And is it, was that a big change from where you were? Tore Darwin apart. <laughs> so <was> that, oh. <laughs> well, we'll get into that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Darwin is honestly the best thing that I've ever done in my life. So I originally moved up there with my boyfriend at the time. So he had just made the decision he was going to go up there and play in the NTFL season for six months, get some you know new experiences under his belt. Moved up there and um, I stayed in Adelaide thinking he was going to come back. But as most blokes do, fell in love with the place, didn't want to leave, the fishing, the lifestyle, everything about it. Um, so as a 21-year-old, never been to Darwin in my life, I made that decision to move up there. It was my father's worst nightmare, having okay. his, his youngest daughter who'd never lived out of home, um, you know, crossing the country. But as I said, hands down, the best thing I've ever done. And um, I got straight into real estate when I moved up there.
0: Okay. And footy.
2: And footy. Yeah. How'd yeah. that happen? So it was actually the girls that I played netball with. Um, so as soon as I landed there, Darwin, day one, found a netball club, mm-hmm. as you do. And then I go out to training, played a season with them. And then... What they do up there is because the seasons don't clash like they do down south. So, obviously, down here, netball and footy is a winter, winter. sport. Mm. But up there, what we do is we play netball for six months, footy for six months. So, netball cool. from March through September and then footy September through March. Yep. Um, so, yeah, those girls convinced me to go out to the Waratahs. And, um, yeah, four flags in four years. Can't complain with that.
1: How many games in did you realise you could just start dominating?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, I rocked up night one. Training, I was nervous as all hell and the coaches looked at me and she was like, yeah, you look like a midfielder because I'm a bit, I'm stocky, like I'm, yeah, you know. <laughs> tough. <laughs> yeah, tough. tough. Yeah, tough. Um, and then, so put me in the midfield, but then I was naturally just gravitating towards goal, kicking goals. Um, so I was just a, you know, a natural forward. So it was only about two, three games in where I made the transition into the forward line and in my first year up there with Waratahs. I kicked 67 in the year. <laughs>
0: Just oh. a lazy 67. <laughs> <laughs> how many games do they play in a season?
2: Um, so I think there's 18 up there, but I, I would have missed a couple as well. Um,
0: <laughs> average of four, five yeah. a game. <laughs> yeah, no, like well that. then it was, so that's your first year of footy. That you was kicked the first 67 year. goals yeah. in the first year you've ever played footy, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: in competitively, yes. Yeah. Um, and then after that season, we won the flag as well, and I was like, oh, how good's this? <laughs> um, you know, reflected, looked at the next year and said, why can't I kick 100? Like what's stopping me? From kicking the 100. And I remember there was the, um, obviously Melbourne and Western Bulldogs had started their um, exhibition games and nobody from the Northern Territory was drafted, which really pissed me off because there's so much talent out there. And I just kind of said to myself, I want to bring more attention and interest to the incredible female footballers that are in the Territory and how can I do that? Kick 67, why can't I I kick the ton? Um, So I set myself the goal early in the season and it was just, Incredible the buy-in that I got from the girls, from the coaches. Um To yeah, kick the ton. To kick the ton. Yeah. You so, wouldn't be
0: you wouldn't be saying no, would you? <laughs> girls, get around me. We're gonna kick
2: the ton. That's, that's the thing. Like it was it's never it was never something that I openly said to them. Yep. You know, I'd never said, girls, I'm gonna kick a ton this year and you're gonna <laughs> help me get <laughs> I never said that, but in my mind I had that goal. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then obviously we're getting closer. So there was the 50, um, 70, 80, and then, yeah, complete and to buy-in. And that last 10, of course, they're just handballing you the, cheap yeah. the you know. Well,
1: that's the thing. At what, at what stage did they did they kind of say something like that, that, like that to you? Like, we're going to try and get you there. Was it at 90 or was it
2: – No, it was probably bit, the half, yeah, yeah the half tonne where they've just got – Yeah, so I ended got up – three, like three rounds
0: into games, the season, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it was – I ended up kicking – it was 105 or 14 –
0: <laughs> Hundred and five goals of fourteen games of footy Yeah. Sixteen in one game. Was that your 16
2: high? Five, yeah. Sixteen five, yeah.
1: 165. Yeah. yeah, what happened with those five? I know. I th- yeah. I just
2: got back from Bali at three thirty in the morning <laughs> that, that morning actually. So Jeez. yeah. Um
1: It'd be great if you could do that in the AFL. You <laughs> come back at Bali at three M and then kick sixteen. And then in. kick
2: sixteen. Oh, the yeah, so it was a pretty yeah, it was a crazy time in my life. Um and yeah. I'm so glad to have had so much support from Waratahs. Once again, coaches, players, like it certainly wasn't an individual accolade. It was the ability of really? ev- everybody to get there in the Apart end.
0: Apart from 105 goals. <laughs> and let's talk about individual accolades for that. I've got some stats, which are crazy. You uh, Seven or more goals nine times. Ten t- uh, Sorry, three times you kicked ten or more. Ten or more. And then you had 16.5 as your best. Mm. That's crazy numbers.
2: Should have been 21, really. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, but yeah, it was, as I said, it was a, a very fun time of my life. Um, and I was, you know, working as a real estate agent, playing footy, um, because, you know, our main kind of job time is is weekends. Yep. Um, that's when we make our, our dough. So I would literally go to open inspections it's such a a big footy loving community up there i took footy for an hour properties would sell themselves you'd kick goals and we are just loving life yeah so that's
1: that's individual success but you had Mm. team success you won four flags whilst being up there yeah what was that like, just winning four flags with all the girls around there? Do you still have premiership reunions with all the girls? I mean, that's a big crew to have premiership re- yeah, reunions with each year. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, good luck to the Waratah Footy Club who are playing in their ninth straight tomorrow. Ninth <laughs> How <laughs> many um, have
1: they won out of that? They've
2: won, I think, six. Okay. I don't want to rob them of any. Yep. Um, but, yeah, to be a part of, of four straight,
0: yeah.
2: they're, they're such a successful club on the on the women's side. Yep. Um, and, yeah, it was brilliant to be a part of it and yeah some of the best friends that i've made come out of that footy club
1: do you go back up there and have reunions absolutely when was the last one?
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um well the girls a lot of them are still playing there on oh, yeah, yeah. so they celebrate the flags on a week-to-week basis
1: <laughs> <laughs> in darwin you kind of have to do you, eh? you, you win do. that many yeah, yeah
2: um oh but it's such a good lifestyle up there like it's play hard you know, work hard play hard um you know my mum my sister my brother-in-law my nephews are up there so I try and sneak up there as much as I possibly can awesome.
0: and you you said your goal was to try to get more notice mm-hmm. for female footy up there and you got to play in the Teddy Witten game yeah after was it after your season of kicking 100 yeah, yeah yeah so that
2: was a funny story as well because it was the year after and Croft was actually in town for Kick, and he heard wind of my story and asked to interview me. So we sat down and had a chat and just in closing he said to me, Abs, um, if I can, would you be interested in, me in playing in my team, the All-Stars in the AJ Witten Legends game? And I just looked at him and said, "Right, mate. Like, you know, that's just a passing comment. It's yep. not going to happen. And then, yeah, bless Croft, came through with the goods and, um, yeah, ended up lining up for the All-Stars for three years straight. Awesome. Um, yeah, and... Being the only girl to run out there the first year in front of, I think there was 26,000 at Eddie had at the time, now Marvel. Um, yeah, it was unbelievable. And so that certainly did bring more attention and interest mm. as, as i said to to women's footy particularly in the northern territory which was my goal
1: how did you find that coming in and being the only female to run out there and um, obviously everyone was talking about it yeah. i remember five six years ago you were the hundred goal girl from <laughs> yeah. darwin coming down playing footy like that's what i label you as and like yeah. h- how did you find that was it exciting was it thrilling did you feel the pressure like what was yeah what was going through your head
2: all of the above to be honest it was really intimidating because there was so many guys there that i've grown up idolizing being a footy head myself um yeah, so going out there and just being a part of it was a real honour and, and a privilege to be a part of it, of something that was such a, a great cause as well. Um, but once again, lifelong friends. So every yeah. single opportunity that I, I've had, I've really just taken it by the balls and, you know, ran with it. Mm. And, yeah, amazing friends from that experience.
1: Now with the game, whenever people are watching mm. – They always love to watch the past players who try the hardest and some players, the other players, just take the piss and enjoy the game. Yeah. Was there anything in you going out there going, I actually want to try here and kick a few? Or were you more like, I want to enjoy the game? I
2: wanted to kick as many goals (laughs) as I possibly could. There's no way I was going to take it easy. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so it was really fun. The first year, I think we had – you know, Carl Stefanovic, um, yep. who was sculling beer behind a post, <laughs> and then you've got others who take it really seriously. Um, you know, Richo, a few years later, in, yep. my, in my last year, he's one that takes it really seriously. <laughs> Is that
0: easy, was that the one who missed the goal from directly in front? Yeah, When yep. they had a shootout. Yeah, the mm, shootout, and he
2: oh, he was legitimately so nervous. I've <laughs> never oh, he was sweating, sweaty palms. Choke, the biggest choke I've ever seen on TV. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um yeah but it's so much fun and, and once again for a great cause as well so. yes mm. what well,
0: during that time was when the uh melbourne and the bulldogs mm. were bring doing exhibition games Yep. before the aflw had started and you didn't get selected for the, that team yeah and i've read a bit about you know and heard a little bit about that time that mm. you were in and you went and spoke to was it like one of the coaches yeah and, michelle
2: cowan yeah mm. tell us
0: about that time and and how that was for you to not to get to p- get picked to play
2: yeah well, year one as i said nobody from the northern territory got picked set the goal um to get more interest up there year two nobody got picked and it was really deflating at the time because so what more could we do um you know it's not just 100 goals it's the midfielders that are delivering it to your lace out each mm. and every time mm. um yeah so once again really disappointing so i kind of took it upon myself to get some feedback as to how I can improve and how I can potentially get an opportunity to play in one of those games and Michelle Cowan was great so she was the head coach of of Melbourne in the exhibition times and she just said abs you know we don't want a one dimensional forward like you literally sit in the square you lead out you take a mark you kick a goal she's like I want to see you push up the ground um, be the one creating those scoring opportunities not the one finishing them off so it was the year after that, in yeah, my third year of footy, that I kind of played a more of a centre half forward role, chop out in the mid, yeah. um, and that's when, yeah, I, I guess my game really started to change. So it was good.
0: And did that then? You think you helped you lead to to get picked by the Crows once they decided to do that? Do you think that was a big part of the the change that was needed? Yeah,
2: definitely. I think that you know, at the end of the day. You do have to kick the goals, yes, but I really took that, I guess, advice from Michelle and just said, well, that's going to better my game. And with the way that the women's game was evolving and moving, it it was certainly more free-flowing, fast-flowing, that kind of thing. So I really wanted to get up the ground and, and, you know, work on my fitness and and running and that kind of thing. And I I certainly think that that conversation that I had with Michelle Cowan, buying her a coffee in Darwin when she was up there, um, I think she was there for work or, or footy, um yeah it certainly did lead to getting picked up by the crows
1: just on that because i wouldn't think there'd be too much fitness involved in just being a four that leads <laughs> out and just takes <laughs> smart kicks a goal did you take it upon yourself to then yeah hire someone or talk to someone about getting fitter um i don't know uh, training just yeah differently um mm-hmm. in in that process
2: absolutely and we were really lucky that so AFL Northern Territory were in obviously constant communication with Adelaide about the JV that they were going to do for the for the first year of the yep. AFLW. Um, so it was a really tough time then because I had to make a choice if I wanted to stop playing netball. If I wanted to kind of pursue footy more yep. seriously, I had to stop playing netball. Yep. Um, so I did that, and then we were lucky. We had SNCs at NT Thunder at that yep. point in time, um, AFL Northern Territory, who really helped us, you know, get on track. Um, we were heading into the draft. We probably had about a six month preseason, um, you know, knowing that it was coming up, knowing that it was a possibility we were getting looked at by the Crows. So they really did nail that that six months prior to the draft, and yeah, got us as well prepared as we possibly could.
1: Fast forward to the draft. Mm. What was uh, what was that like? Oh. Two,
0: two of us in the room know what draft day is <laughs> like. But I was there with you. Yeah, yeah you were there with me. Yeah. <laughs> I know a little bit about it.
2: <laughs> what was I bet it would like? have been
0: different, actually. Were you listening to it on a radio?
2: Yeah, so the a Yeah,
0: A4W we were. Yeah, <laughs> radio. We had you? the radio, radio back in the day. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's what it was. <laughs> um, yeah, so a is live streamed on the internet. Yep. Um, everyone is at work on the internet. internet. The internet. wasn't <laughs> around back <that> then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, And, you know, you've had conversations with people who've said it's a possibility, but I don't believe anything until it happens because you don't want to leave yourself in that really disappointed situation. So I just know I was sitting at home de- in Darwin downstairs. My brother-in-law was the only other person home, and he could tell how nervous I was. He, um, Jason Roy—he's actually played for Collingwood and Brizzy many, many years ago now, uh, many years ago. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he could tell how nervous I was getting, and I. So he was just cleaning. He didn't know what to do. He didn't want to, you know, sit down with me and potentially not happen and be awkward. And mm. um, so he was cleaning downstairs, and then yeah, when it happened, it was. I just burst out in tears because it was more of a relief yeah, um, right. than anything else. And, um, yeah, just a big hug from Roy And then, you know, my mum called, dad called. Everybody was watching as well, which they didn't let me know until prior because they, yeah. Yeah, once again, didn't want it to be a disappointing day. So, yeah, it was really exciting.
0: And then year one at the Crows. Flag, another so Someone's a flag magnet. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
2: so that's five flags in five years. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's just
0: ridiculous. It's greedy, man. Yeah, it
2: I played twelve, 12 and
1: one nuns. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks. Oh, yeah, it's greedy.
2: Yeah, and what a year that was because oh, it was. It's just remarkable. So we had nine girls based in Darwin. So imagine having, you know, a third of your list, Dave
1: yeah, I mean, i remember that year you were putting up on your Instagram. Yeah, you guys were training in Darwin. You'd go away and then come back, and I remember yeah. messaging you saying like, "Like, what are you guys like? Yeah. What are you doing? Are you what's training in Adelaide or are you no. Darwin or what's happening there?" So it's such a unique situation.
2: We had nine girls based in Darwin. The rest of the squad was in Adelaide. We literally got together on two occasions mm. prior to round one. Wow. Um, and then we just got together with our mates on the weekend. Won a few games of footy um, <laughs> and then, yeah, won the flag in the inaugural year. Created history with, yeah, your best friends. You know, we would Skype in every training session. Yeah. Um, so you were
1: flying in, flying out to play games. Flying, flying out. A, it's an amazing concept. Yeah, for yeah. and for year. the
2: Darwin girls, for the first year of the AFLW, we travelled seven out of the eight games, um, which is a lot from Darwin. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think Bet Goddard – was incredible, along with Andrew Hodges who looked after the NT contingent. um, I just think that she did a brilliant job in in drafting not just the talent but drafting the right people to make that relationship work. It was like an organised marriage, you know, Um, and if if there was one flog on that list, it wouldn't have worked. Yeah, right. We
1: have to trust the system. You you girls are going to go back and and do the right thing and prepare and train just as – just as well for an AFLW game as anyone else that's mm. in state, Like you got, that's trusted upon you girls to do that. And it's amazing that you end up winning a flag from. Yeah, it, and
2: it? I, I love the list that we had, but we by no means had the most talented list in terms of, you know, year one of the AFLW, names on paper. Yeah. Um, but we just got it. We bought in. Um, we made it work. We knew that we were the underdogs, especially everybody who recognised that situation said, oh, they'll be lucky to win a game or two this year. And then we went out and beat Brizzy by goal Mm. at Metricon, um, which was another, you know, one of the best days of my life.
0: And what now you in the history books is, Mm. you know, the very, very first AFLW flag. How does that make you feel? And from coming from Darwin, kicking 105 (laughs) goals to now, you know, now you're known as going to be known as the very first, Mm. one of the very first people to ever win a flag for AFLW.
2: Yeah, it's pretty amazing and, you know, I'm really proud um, of the group that we've had both, you know, from Waratahs, from the Crows. Um, We've just had the right people to be involved to be so successful in those years and um, to be able to share that with that group um, in the inaugural year with the Crows um, was pretty amazing. It was unfortunate the boys couldn't get it done because we were really looking at the double in
1: 2017.
2: But, yeah, it was a great time.
1: How is, how is the game of AFLW situated at the moment, you reckon? Like, how how do you say it?
2: It's, I guess, the improvement that we've seen on a, a year-on-year basis. We're only in the fourth year of yeah. AFLW. And yeah. look at how much it's proved since year one.
1: The junior participation in AFL is yeah. amazing from the female talent now.
2: Yeah, participation from rates has gone, have is, gone through the roof. Yeah. Um, and what excites me the most is that, you know, there's young girls sitting at home on the couch with their, their mum, dad, brother – sister, whatever it might be, and they can now, you know, visualise themselves playing AFLW because traditionally they've only seen the men doing that. Yeah. So now they turn it on, they see Aaron Phillips, they see Maddie Presbarkas, they see all of these, you know, female superstars of the game. Um, so, yeah, it's really exciting and that's a big part as to why the participation has just grown through the roof is because there is that elite level now to aspire to get to.
0: Every now and then, and I think even this week, Steve Price, something said some negative mm, stuff. And yeah. Negative stuff gets thrown around every now and yeah. then pops up and makes some news. How do you feel about it when you see that stuff being said, which is likely not to help anything? Yeah. Um, but what does it make you feel and what do you say to those people that are talking negative about the game?
2: It, it makes me mad, to be honest. Um, you look at the men's game for what it is today and that is 150 years of history. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not saying that AFLW is meant to be that standard or – you know, bring in that many commercial partners or whatever it might be today because we're only in year four. But what I say is just give it a go. Um, give it time. We are in such an, an incredible spot after just four years uh, of AFLW and it's only going to continue to grow on a, on a year-to-year basis. So it's going to get bigger, better, faster, stronger. Um, you know, hopefully... In the next however many years, we'll see fully-fledged professional AFLW athletes just like the men. So when they get to that stage, then, of, of course, they're going to be able to grow the game even more.
0: I think what's exciting is that a lot of the you, – you'll know more than me, but percentage-wise of athletes that are playing in AFLW play other sports mm-hmm. or have come from other sports. And they recruit it, and want to play AFL. Yeah. Right? And yeah. what's exciting is in five years, ten years' time, when all these girls have been playing from when they're kids, mm. not just making the transition like you did – Yeah they're going to be amazing and they're going to be really good at football. And that's the difference I think right now is that a lot of the people – uh, that are playing right now might not have even picked up a ball until the last couple of years, which yeah. is crazy to think about.
2: Exactly right. There's so many cross-coders that, like me, you know, you never had that opportunity to play footy at a high level because there wasn't the option. Mm. Whereas, you know, when that was readily available to you, we're seeing the likes of Aaron Phillips come over from basketball and, you know, Ash Brazzle from netball, soccer girls. We've got 20-odd um, Irish girls over here at the moment playing mm. AFLW in Australia. They've made the move for that opportunity. So... It really is pretty incredible but now you know particularly over the last two years i look at some of these girls that are coming out of the draft from you know the 16 18 programs and they are genuine footballers yep they are genuine footballers like it gives me goosebumps um (laughs) but maddie presbarkas you know she's 19 plays far beyond her years she's my pick for the mvp this year um lucy mcavoy another one at carlton this year drafted um she's 18 and and she's taking the competition by storm so as you said these girls are genuine footy players that are now coming through the ranks rather than just swapping codes and, and then picking up a Sharon. Right. Yeah. Mm. Now, the
1: talent, like you said, the talent pool's coming through. We're, we're a club who wants that talent pool to come mm. through because we don't have an AFLW team. Do you see the AFL holding at the current teams they have for a couple of years or do you see them expanding to – 10? because us and Hawthorne, two of the mm. biggest clubs in Victoria, yep. still don't have AFLW teams.
2: Yeah. I think that they will – pull up now for a few years and just let it catch up again. They've done a brilliant job, you know, Gil, Nicole Livingston, the AFL um, in growing it really quickly. So we went from eight teams to 10 to 14 in four years. I think they'll hold it here for a couple of years. Um, as I said, just let let everything catch yep. up, let the talent pull really I guess evolve yep. and then they'll look to expand. But I know that, you know, Essendon yeah. and, and Hawthorne are really itching at the bit to get a license.
1: We're building facilities right now yeah. to host one. Yeah. There you go.
2: And then and yeah, and then it's just Sydney yeah. and Port Adelaide, and I'm sure that they are too um, putting things in place for yeah. what their future looks like with their AFLW prospects.
0: Well, we've talked about flags and what happens when you win a flag is you drink lots of profies. And <laughs> our sponsor <laughs> is Colonial. <laughs> There's your segue. Gigi um, good, mate. Oh, I know. Uh, I get paid the big bucks for the segues and I also get paid the big bucks to make really good quiz intros. So we've got our quiz, colonial oh quiz coming up. Gosh. Let's hear the intro, which should be on there now. <laughs> <laughs> that was <is> it. Good <laughs> <on>. <laughs> I was, I was having actually
1: sitting at home <laughs> last night thinking, I'm going to make a quiz to quiz you on. And I didn't do
0: it. Oh, that's and good. Shatter that you dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Because now I'm nervous. Yeah, well if I'm involved. So yes, so how we run our quiz is always one of us oh, versus one of our oh, guests. Oh
2: no. Damn it.
0: And the questions can be whatever I want yeah. them to be, or whatever you want them to be. I thought I had a really good one last so night it's, and I stuffed up. It's David versus Abby. Yep. Oh the no. winner, of course, as usual, gets a colonial slab. Today we have the birdie cider. Yes. The, <laughs> the best ciders cider going Apple around ciders. slab. On the table for both of you. I hope these are pretty easy questions. Now I've got I've got four questions. Uh, Don't worry, we've, we've already had our worst contestant each. on two weeks answering questions. So. Who is that? <laughs> Steph. Yeah, no, she's she didn't get many right. But that's all right. <laughs> so you're um, fine. And I also then have a survivor question a quiz right after that as okay. well, which isn't about the show. It's about if you were going to survive, yep. what would happen? All right. So,
1: what reality show would you go on just before you say that?
0: Would you what, what would out of
1: all the reality shows on TV at the moment? I was going to ask you this earlier, but we moved on.
0: Um, oh, that's a good question. I uh, I do really enjoy Survivor, um. So I'd like to go on that. But I don't know. You know what's funny? My brother wants to be on the Amazing Race mm-hmm. so bad. Amazing Race. Yeah. So and I know he. I think he actually wants my help putting an application in for him and his friend. Mm-hmm. That would be fun, That'd but be I think the one. it would be annoying. I think Survivor would be more fun. Have
1: you ticked me. off all your reality? Would you go on another one?
2: Doing Survivor twice in a year. Um, it's enough, yeah, <laughs> is enough. enough. The only reason I'd go back and play for a third time would be if it was like a, an Australia versus America because yep. that would be sick, oh, be that's very cool. interesting, yeah. yeah. Um, be right. um, but and then other than that, I would probably do the amazing race, but yeah. I hate heights, um, yeah. so I couldn't do anything that's jungle. supposed out to tell apart. them that, oh, yeah. I would love you, heights. <laughs> heights. Would you eat, would you eat, <laughs> uh, <I'd> eat anything <laughs> uh, <weird> food <laughs> yeah. in I'm a celebrity, get out of here, jungle? you know, I'm a celebrity, get out of here. Would
1: you eat, would you? I couldn't do that, I like wouldn't do that,
2: I could eat. Yeah. Eat things. I just can't do heights, okay, heights and yeah. reptiles. So yeah, okay. I, that's well, me gone.
1: What would you do then? uh I'll do purely based on that that I couldn't eat any of that weird stuff. um Either Survivor or Amazing Race yeah. or uh, the Block. I'd love to do that. Oh, the Block would be fun. Yeah, 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 yeah the Block yeah, would, would one be of those good one. But none of this reality like dating shows and all that. Mm, well, I'm no, no, you wouldn't like, do it. No, love Island, no, no. Love Island. No. No, first no, day. People bachelor? think that, but I just, nah, I wouldn't do it.
2: Lucky nah. is the new bachelor. Yes, I did yeah, see that. Lucky, yeah, I know, yeah, but Lucky nah. Lucky
0: from, from Survivor? Never. I think I like the challenges most from Survivor in mm. terms of like, – some yeah. of them are brutal though. Some of those like – are. Those are, are like nine-hour ones or whatever. How yeah, that's, I love, love the ones.
1: mind games that mm. some of them do. That's not just all physical. It's yeah. how mentally strong you oh, are. and that's, that's the rather.
2: thing. I found – I n- always know that I'm mentally tough, but I found a level of mental toughness in those challenges that I didn't – I had no idea existed. Yeah. Um, Especially, you know, when I won that car, that was... Two hours or something, standing on pegs this wide, I yeah, couldn't feel anything. But you just, you just get through.
1: Go through. Well, yeah. Yeah. Sorry to get to the quiz, but speaking of like how the challenges went up, can you like, tell we don't want to do yeah,
0: the quiz? Yeah, <laughs> <you're> <laughs> the quiz like the plague.
2: But, but
1: like yeah, you <laughs> know, he said the challenges went up the other day when they had the holding of the and they had to ascend on that. They mm. said the ki- the weight of the um the bags went up like double from last yeah, season, forty percent of their body weight. Yeah, because yeah, Harry was like, "Was oh, anyone going to wait eight hours or whatever with me this time?" And they only lasted like an hour and a half because yeah. the weight, the weight, stiff. Yeah, because no so one in the crew wants to be seven hours. Yeah
0: that's yeah God, definitely that smart, no, no, smart. No. all right well, we'll all right,
1: shall we
2: <laughs> and that's enough for today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll start with david just to make it a bit easier okay, and, and this is a somewhat easy one because i've kind of already covered it so i'll give you throw one up for you oh don't say that man we spoke about abby's kicked 16 goals in a game before mm-hmm. how many behinds did she kick in that game Ooh. i'm gonna give three because last time i gave four options a, B, C, D, which is the normal. Do you agree that that is the normal amount? That nah, you would three. give When you're trying to whip, three. through a three. Episode. Absolutely. No, that's not a thing. That's terrific. You it's
2: said just right. A, B and C. That's terrific. Who
0: wants to be a millionaire? The <laughs> longest running show. It's definitely <laughs> A, B, nope. C, D. But I've done A, B, C just to make everyone happy. Make this quiz go even shorter than it already has. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right. So is it A, four, B, five, C, six? B. I'm not even going to suspend. have suspense in that. Ding ding, yeah! He did want to drag don't it know. out. Right, I didn't no, want to no. drag it out. All right, so that's. I got one sweaty
2: palms. I hate quizzes. <laughs> <days.
0: laughs> <laughs> so competitive over oh. here. All right, so you—the you, most goals you've kicked is sixteen. Oh What's no! What's the most goals Dave's kicked in a game? Is it A sixteen, uh, B six, C four?
2: Surely C
0: four. Yeah. yeah. Hang on. What do you mean surely? I think have
2: six. <laughs> I've
1: played up forward at parts of my career. Kinda, <laughs> but she's right. So don't <laughs> she's yeah. right. I know.
0: Good at her job. Boundary riding. <laughs> yes. Knows the players. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There you go. All right, Dave. How yes. many seasons of Survivor have there been? <laughs> a. Hang
1: on, hang on. Australian? You haven't. You world, haven't specified this. Worldwide.
0: Oh. So how many seasons a, of Survivor? So it's franchise. just Australian
1: and American, or is it? What do we include it? all the other countries around the world? Franchise. European the, countries. The, the a lot of countries of, do it. Do they? Yeah, Survivor franchise. Africa. Yeah,
0: how many th- in the Survivor franchise have there been? Okay, give me. Give me <laughs> yeah, I'll give it to me. You keep asking <laughs> questions. <laughs> A fifty-one. That's, that's we way more than that. Anyway, B thirty-nine, C three hundred and fifty. Three fifty had to be yeah. yeah had to be yeah so that's a lot well, there's been is a lot, 40
2: yeah. now they're under 41 or something in america
0: yeah, yeah so, 40 yeah. right now in america mm. which is crazy but they do mm. two seasons a year They do. that yeah so we're we're all tied we're up over it Let's we're see all we can over tie it. this up on the fourth all okay. right okay uh okay which of the following is false a 11 people have walked out of survivor in the history of survivor 11 people have walked out b david wears number 11 C, soccer, cricket, and lacrosse have 11 players. Which one is false? Do you need them again? Yeah. It's a good question, isn't it? I don't mind <laughs> it. You've done yeah. a lot of research yeah. for this. I, Thank I, you. Can thanks, I can Anna, Google? Thanks, Annabelle. <laughs> Put the phone down. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay, <laughs> which is false?
2: Soccer and lacrosse aren't my jam, boys.
1: <laughs> That's hang right. On. Can, I, can I just ask, Yeah. And Yeah, did you do this or did Annabelle do this? Oh. Thanks, Annabelle. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Appreciate Annabelle it. we'll oh. may
1: have
0: helped with this one. Appreciate it. All right. So, A, 11 people have walked out of Survivor. Mm. B, David wears number 11. Yeah. C, soccer, cricket, and lacrosse have 11 players. We know, one one, of those we know one's
1: true.
2: Yeah. Which yeah.
0: one's true? That I wear number
1: 11. So, the what, other two. How did
0: she know
2: that? No. Well, it's my job. <laughs>
0: If
1: knows know, I like four goals. She, and she knows I wear number She knows 11. it now. I
2: don't. I know that there's been people who have walked out of Survivor, but I don't know if it's eleven. It's A or C. I know. I don't know soccer at all. Is there?
1: <laughs> do you know the answer? Though? You're a sport you now. How do you not know? I don't soccer? know
2: soccer or lacrosse.
1: You've never watched a game of soccer? No. Really? Okay. Do you yeah, know well, yeah, I know the answer. Yeah, the answer. Yeah.
0: yeah. Do you really though? Yeah. Done your research th- on Survivor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know the cross, mate, and soccer. <laughs>
2: i'm
0: trying to, try to get you know what's something the best thing you. for podcast <laughs> silence, um,
2: silence. <laughs> oh my goodness well i think that if there's 300 and something of survivor surely there's more than 11 people that have walked out so i'm gonna say
0: c <laughs> <No>! <laughs> uh, lacrosse how has how many 10 lacrosse oh. has 10 players um, That's the one. but So that was Sock the wrong one. 11 is only, the, only 11 really? people out at Survivor. My According to Google. Sorry?
2: My hope was one of them then. Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah.
0: According to Google. Is that yeah, Wikipedia? Yeah, incorrect. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well. We don't
0: double fact check on these. You should find something online. It's true. All right, so If you work at Survivor, then don't hate us, please. Unfortunately, <laughs> that was the decider, but I have a true and false sex
1: section. Hang on, that here. was the oh, decider. No. There's only two questions each. How yeah. had a
0: decider? But you got them both right. And she got them, she got them wrong. So they didn't need a decider. Deciding okay. around. Sorry, we didn't. need. We could them. have tied though. was we only answered two questions <laughs> each? No, I understand. What I'm saying is I've got it. I've got to decide. Have you only got five questions? She doesn't have, have another have, question. Yeah, David. shouldn't David. Have be three each? I, I miss. <laughs> <laughs> It's our first episode back. Okay, right. I'll do the quiz next no, time. No, no, no. <laughs> <April>. Listen, it's <laughs> more of it. the quiz. I'm going to keep going. What <laughs> okay. I'm saying is that we don't need it for the divider because unfortunately David's won because unfortunately, you got one wrong. Yes. Uh, but, but that's wrong. We have true or false. If Abby gets this right, then okay, okay, go on. No, we have, we have a true or false. Right. Uh, oh God. F- there's five questions in the true or false. You both have to answer though. True or false? Okay.
1: All right. Hang on. So do we have a buzzer? So, this is a new quiz. I won the
0: last one. You can both just. Dan's not a quiz, man. I'll take both. I always win the quizzes. So <laughs> yeah. All right. So, these are survival questions, not Survivor the show. Okay. Okay. The Questions if you were, you know, stuck on yep. an island and Survivor. Mm-hmm. Yep. These are all true or false questions. Uh-huh. Number one you can suck venom out of a snake bite. True or false? False.
2: I'll go with. But I've liked, I've I'll have to go with true because you got him first.
1: In saying that though, you know, no. how, how heroic would you be like you made on the golf course, like gets bitten, you suck it out of his leg, and then you go, hey, Mac, "I saved I your saved life." I saved your life. Yeah, yeah. that'd be a pretty cool story. That would be a good. Story. You would think yeah. that
2: there would be more stories like that though if you could. So very true. Yeah. So, so what yeah. are we saying? Well, he Same said false. false, so therefore I have to say true, don't I? You,
1: you don't have to. Oh. <laughs> we could, we <laughs> could yeah, there's, there's five questions. So we there's could, five questions. We could get four right each, and then you get the tiebreaker. Correct. Because Daniel always has a tiebreaker. Oh
2: well, we haven't had too many stories about somebody sucking out snake venom, so I might say false. false. False as well. You're both yeah. yes. There you
0: go. I talked you into that. So you thank did. Me later.
2: No, well, I thought I had to go true because he <laughs> went false. It so. would be
0: bad if you got bitten on like your foot or something and you could do that and you weren't very flexible. Yes. And you're on your own. True. Uh, mm. Yes. Mm. True. True. <laughs> uh, okay. So when you, if you were stuck on a deserted island or if you mm-hmm. plane crashed or something happened and whatever, yep. you're in Lost, the TV series and mm-hmm. there's- Which went nowhere. Yep. Yep uh your first order of business is to find a f- stable food source true or false but hang on this is this
1: is There's subjective so many, very subjective yeah.
0: why would like, i need what? to i might not want to find a food source i, I find might, no. might want
2: to do shelter i might want to do fire Correct.
0: so okay so the question is
2: your first <laughs> yeah, order of business,
0: false. is it true or false that your first order of business should be to nah, find nah. a food source first it's very subjective i'll say true no, no, i mean okay <laughs> what's the most important thing to find is it <laughs> true, shelter? True? <laughs> true this is not hard this is not a hard question true or false question it, it is because oh, it's yes. subjective
2: well you need to eat to survive you don't right, need fine, shelter to survive true. yeah
0: you both said true it's probably
2: false
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is shelter. a terrible quiz um, you made it no you can go weeks without food guys so you don't need to do that first
2: yeah, but drinking you, water, you could probably we go can months without. Shelter. Seventy-two
0: hours without water.
2: Oh yeah, but and I die.
0: So that's not the well. You got seventy-two. Hours, you got three days. But you'd think you'd want to get on that pretty no, quick, wouldn't could, you? <laughs> no, I'd
1: want to get a good spot by the sand, get a bit of sun. I reckon that's your priority. And
2: I, and I just assumed that water was in the, the food.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I thought as well. <laughs> I thought thing. that's straight yeah. away. Water.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. False. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> false. The tanning spot is terrible. the best. Terrible. Terrible. That's, that's, terrible. Your, that's your number one. Okay, true or false one? next, yeah. Yeah. we're moving on. True or false. Ten <laughs> <Nice of> coconut <laughs> to rest your head on. 10% of Earth's water is suitable for drinking. True or false? Hmm. Well, because we've got 10%. so much ocean, I would say true. It? False. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 we went early on the buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> she was... Abby was nodding. <laughs> Abby was nodding no, too. No, I did not. I did
2: not nod.
0: We're going to give it to Abby, I think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's not taking it. <laughs>
0: uh, it's only 1%. There you go. 1%. There you go. <laughs> we're an educational podcast. Um, Great. Okay, the North Star... Always stays in the same place. True. You can answer the North this first.
2: Star. You know this one, don't you?
0: No, I just said you can answer this first. I've been jumping in, so you can go. The
1: North Star. Because I don't have a clue and I'm just going to base it off yours.
2: <laughs> no, false.
0: False. Oh, David. Yes. That's right. Apparently moves three quarters of a so degree from the celestial north. So right. what's the score?
2: There
0: you go. Uh, Abby's up with one, <laughs> false after the buzzer. Three, two. Yes. Quizmaster <laughs> doesn't keep the results. Uh, cool. Last question. So it can be a tie. Have you got can a tie-breaking question? No, I don't no, I don't have oh. You both get a slab if it's a <laughs> <Okay>. tie <laughs> We've got to move on from this because it's not way too long. <laughs> all right. 8,000 feet is when most people start feeling the effects of altitude sickness. True or false? False. False.
2: I did Can you guys what? at least
0: make the game fun? <laughs> They're gonna go one or the other.
2: What do you mean?
0: Uh, Are you sure?
2: I beg to differ. 8,000 feet it's is truth oh you I
1: was thinking meters. I was
2: thinking meters.
1: No, well, no, yeah. That's pretty damn about, high. No, but it's about mm. 2,000 meters people would start feeling it. I thought that'd be around. Does that look like from my riding?
2: Oh, I thought it was meters. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but I thought 8,000 feet would equate to almost, isn't it like one third to go to meters? I can't remember what the feed is to meters. We're not Americans.
0: Uh, Annabelle is a quiz master, <laughs> and we're going with Annabelle's
2: question.
0: <laughs> All right, Abby, congratulations. you oh, in the thanks you guys. in the Thank Yay. you, thank you, thank you, thank
2: you. <laughs> quiz master over here.
0: You get the birdie cider. Good work. Great.
2: It's Lo- a great cider. I, I think everyone agrees cider. that
1: Daniel doesn't do a quiz. You've been banned for one, at least one episode. <laughs> well, that's okay because one ep-
0: it's about time you did some pre production and right. <laughs> did a quiz. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll do a quiz. As i you- said, the thought that counted last night, I sat in front of the computer and thought, I'll do a quiz. I even looked up on the podcast 18 best segments to do on a podcast.
0: It's a and I looked up. <laughs> that's and where we're at. That's where we're at. We had and how and many months off have we had? And that's what you did last night. Yep, <laughs> I did. I'm a very busy man. <laughs> uh, podcast life, Abby. We're real podcast professional life, here. Eh? Yeah. Oh, goodness me. It's very organic podcast. It is. It is. That's yeah. what we do. Yeah. 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 So, Abby, where are you at with footy at the moment?
2: Um, so, I'm back training, which is good. Um, so, I had a operation on my right knee December 14 months ago um, and they did a micro fracture but it was a pretty significant one which is basically where they drill into your femur, make it bleed on purpose and then clot it to create Ugh. a bit of a fake meniscus. Mm. Um, so I was in a brace from ankle to hip for three months to March then I went away for Survivor in April. God knows how I did that. Mm. Um, what do it, they
0: think with the, the clubs? So you were at the Tigers at the, yeah, at the time. Yeah. What do the Tigers say when you go I'm going to go with Survivor after just having this major surgery?
2: Yeah, they weren't wrapped, um, <laughs> the medical staff, anyway. <laughs> no. um, but yeah. 100% supportive, bless them. Um, yeah, they've been amazing the last 12 months for me. Uh, but then, yeah, I came back for five weeks and that's not enough time to get back into the swing of training or anything and then I went away again. Mm. So now I'm full-blown footy world just training and hoping to play some VFLW for the Tigers this year and then see what happens. If I can get back on an AFLW list, it would be great. But if the body says no, then I'll um, pull the pin and just focus on the work stuff.
1: Cool. And what, what work are you doing in the AFL men's space? This
2: yeah, year? yep. So I'm part of the Seven AFL team full time this year, which is awesome. Um, so yeah, they were, they were sensational and really gave me that opportunity last year. And then I had to go to Seven and my EP Gaz and just say Gaz, like Survivors come off, obviously cross network. <laughs> um, and they were really supportive as well. Um, so, but this year I'm, I'm happy to say that I'm just going to fully submerge myself in that footy space and um, hopefully have a really good year. And so who comes out with the flags from both AFLW and AFL perspectives.
1: How have you gone with that adjusting to the boundary? Obviously you've done it for a couple mm. of years now, but have you got a mentor in that space um, been able to tell you about what to look for when you're watching games about it what to mm. speak about when you're talking about AFL games?
2: I haven't done any training or anything. Um, but I haven't
0: done any for the podcast either. I yeah.
2: <laughs> <all good. laughs> No, but everybody at seven, um, you know, my executive producer, Gaz, has been awesome. So basically from day one, when he gave me an opportunity in the VFL, he's always kind of rang me and said, you've done this well or work on this. And, um, you know, working with Bruce closely um, with the AFL over the last 12 months, he is incredible. Um, I cannot speak highly enough of that man. He's just a ball of knowledge who wants to help everybody. Um, But same with BT and, um, you know, the likes of everybody just wants to help you. So it's really good. But... You know, I'm a footy head. I've always been a footy head. My family um, grew up mad, Crow supporters. Um, Yeah, so it's just been kind of that natural progression for me to go in it. And it was only through the Legends games, actually, Mm. that I just got thrown into TV, radio, and that was when I made the decision decision, um, that I really wanted to kind of forge a career in that space. It's awesome. Mm.
0: One question back on Survivor. When you walked out of the first season of Survivor and you got five weeks before you go back in, did how? When did they tell you you were going back here?
2: Good question. Um, So I had just been part of probably the most epic blindsided in Australian Survivor history with Luke Toki. Um, And then so I was still really shocked, didn't really understand what was happening. And then, you know, basically as soon as you get voted off, you go in and have a chat with your EP, um, Amelia, and she sat me down and said, hey, like obviously about this, devastated, blah, blah, blah. She goes, right, well, we're doing an all-star season and I, I really want you to be a part of it. And I said, yeah, no worries, thinking 2020, um, like next, that's going to be the next year. Yeah, like this time next year sort yeah. of thing, yeah. And then she's just looked at me and she's like, there's a catch. Um, she's like, yeah, we're coming back in in five, six weeks. You'll miss footy finals because she knows that that's what I do yep. for work. Um, so, yeah, for me... I was just straight up like, I can't even think about this right now. Just give me a burger, yeah, <laughs> maybe three pizzas, and, <laughs> and then we can discuss this. Uh, but she was really great. They gave me a couple of weeks to decide. Um, yeah. So when I had made that decision, it was probably about four weeks before I jumped on a plane and went back went to back. Fiji.
1: Just yeah. you, you touched on it a little bit earlier, but what is the biggest challenge just being in Survivor? You spoke about food, family, yeah. like is it missing family yeah. the most?
2: Yeah. So for me, it was definitely missing Keegs and my family, um, I understand that I spend a lot of time away from them anyway because I, you know, I'm based myself in Melbourne for work purposes. They're in Darwin and Adelaide and, and Keggs was in Perth. But I'm on the phone to them 24 hours a day. Um, like I probably speak to Keggs about 100 times a day. It's really bad. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so in my tribe, we kept losing all of the family reward challenges. So the first time I had any point of contact was day 35 wow. out of 50. That's and amazing. that was... My mum and my sister had designed a plate for me with messages and and photos and, um, yeah, so that was really nice to win that. And then I didn't hear from Keegs at all until day 43. (laughs) 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 And he still gives me shit. Oh, can I say that? Yep. Okay. He still gives me shit though because I'm – Merge day, um, you had the opportunity to drop the sandbag above your head for a phone call home and I chose a taco. He was <laughs> I mean, so like, righto, mate, you ch- Yeah, shit. you chose a taco over talking to me, so don't complain about not getting your letters or whatever. Didn't make
0: to. a plate for you nah. because you need <laughs> a taco off it.
2: Nah, so I accidentally took a taco instead of speaking to my family, which I, re- I regret so much. Yeah. No, that's
0: understandable, tacos are good. We hadn't
2: eaten in about... 36 hours, I think we ran out of rice and beans as well. So, I was just always thinking food.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's <amazing. laughs> So, you wouldn't go back anytime soon is what you're saying? Oh, as unless I said, the US yeah. One a I
2: would love to take on America. Um, I think that the Australians would absolutely pump them. Um, you know, their game is 39 days. I don't feel that their challenges are as physically yep. demanding um, as the Australian survivor ones.
0: Really and going hard now. I, I know. know. Yeah. So, I, it up. yeah, I would
2: love to be part of that. So, I think that it needs to happen as well. Um, but hopefully, in a d- different location, maybe mix it up, go yeah. somewhere completely random.
0: But if you do All Stars versus All Stars, they've got 40 seasons worth <laughs> of All Stars they can pick pick? The guy Boston? who won the first one? Is 75 now, isn't he? It's oh, just no. just so long ago. It'd be Boston
2: Rob and Sandra for sure. Oh, though. Yeah. For Boston sure. Rob. Yeah.
0: That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Well, Abby, it's been great having you on. Thank you for coming in finally. We got you in.
2: Yes, yes. Thanks. Sorry about that. No, sorry, it it's has taken us we're a just little
1: while.
0: probably pretty much matters that we're all as good each other.
1: Thanks, guys. Thanks Thank that. you. <laughs>
2: well,
1: that was a great chat, mate. Uh, thanks to Colonial with uh, with Abby. That was a, an awesome insight into Survivor.
0: First birdie cider that's gone out the door.
1: First birdie side. I was actually, yeah, I should have won that challenge.
0: You got robbed a little bit with your that.
1: test is terrible. Your quiz. <laughs> it's a test. Your test. It's a pop no. quiz. I'm not about tests.
0: No. Well, all right. You do the next one then. <laughs> all right. I'll do, do the next Do a good one. one. Come on. Yeah. Let's not just think about it. As I said, the thought,
1: thought, thought. Yeah. the thought. Yeah. Thought, thought doesn't. the thought Doesn't count. Thought yeah. always counts. Because
0: if the thought was the what counts, we just sit here. All
1: right. Let's wrap up. Just the think. No, we're wrapping up this app. Come on, wrap it up. Thanks to Colonial. Yeah. Thanks to Colonial. Thanks, guys. We're we're back. So episode one down for the year, and we're back. We're back. See you guys soon.
2: Yeah.